Welcome to my channel. I am Ben, the business analyst expert. In today's video, we're going to talk about how you can go from optional practical training, OPT, to H-1B work visa, which is the process most international students go through when looking to work in the U.S. after graduation. But before moving further, don't forget to subscribe to the channel and press the bell icon to get the latest updates of our channel. From F1 to OPT to H-1B visa status. The goal of most international students after they graduate is to remain in the USA to gain work experience relevant to their degree studies. The H-1B visa program is designed for and made available to F1 students to achieve this goal. The USCIS even introduced a separate H-1B quota allocation of H-1B visas for international students. F1 students can transfer change status directly from F1 to H1B by obtaining a suitable H1B sponsorship position with an H1B sponsor company. However, many students choose or find themselves requiring to use the OPT visa program as an interim measure in the overall process of getting an H1B visa status. The H1B visa confers temporary work status on the person who holds the visa. This visa is used to hire a foreign national who is a professional for a temporary period of time. H-1B positions often appear at institutions of higher learning, but can be offered by any employer who needs the services of a person in a specialty occupation who holds at least a four-year degree or the equivalent in experience. Generally, three years of experience is equivalent to one year of education. H-1B status is initially granted for a maximum period of three years, but it can be extended for up to six years. The six-year maximum remains in effect no matter how many employers the foreign national has over this time period. An H-1B visa holder may also work part-time. The important thing for the H-1B applicant is to show that the employer will be earning the prevailing wage for that position in that geographic location. Prevailing wage varies by geographic location and is determined by the country where the H-1B worker will be working. Once the H-1B visa is approved, the person can only work for the position stated on the H-1B petition. If the person wishes to change employers, the new employer must file a new petition. An applicant may begin working for a new employer as soon as the new employer has filed their petition and subsequently received the official receipt from the USCIS. Since the H-1B status is employment-based, this status will immediately end if the employment is terminated. If the alien changes employers, the new employer must file and the BCIS must have received the new petition before the date of termination of employment. If the alien is unable to procure employment before termination, he must return to his or her country of origin. The original employer is obliged to pay the alien airfare back to his or her country, but this provision will not be enforced by the BCIS. This is considered a contract matter between the alien and the now former employer. Once a student finds an employer willing to sponsor him or her for an H-1B visa, the petition can be filed. The USCIS offers expedited processing, known as premium processing for H-1B cases. The USCIS guarantees review of the cases submitted within 15 calendar days of receipt of the application. This premium processing costs an additional $1,000 in addition to the already steep filing fee of $1,130. But it is in the person's best interest to pay this extra fee. Without premium processing, a junction of the application can take anywhere from six months to three years. In addition to the requirement that the employer pay the prevailing wage to the H-1B visa holder and the responsibility for paying airfare home should the position be terminated, the employer is responsible for posting a notice of H-1B filing for 10 days at each worksite where the alien will work. 
The employer must also maintain all conditions in the labor condition application and the petition, including payment of the stated salary. H-1B petitions can be submitted up to six months prior to the date of employment in the case of new petitions. In the case of extension of H-1Bs, the petition should be filed within six months before expiration of the initial H-1B visa as the process can take four to six months to complete. In order to receive approval for an H-1B visa, the employer must first demonstrate to the USCIS that it will be willing to pay the applicant at least 95% of the prevailing wage. This is demonstrated with the Labor Condition Application, LCA. The employer is also required to make certain attestations. These attestations include the fact that the employment of H-1B workers will not adversely affect the work conditions of U.S. workers, that when the LCA was filed, there was no strike, and that the H-1B worker will be given a copy of the LCA. If the employer has over 50 employees, the employer is H-1B dependent if at least 15% of the workforce is comprised of H-1B visa holders. If the employer has 26 to 50 employees, the employer is H-1B dependent if it employs more than 12 H-1B workers. If the employer has 25 or fewer employees, the employer is H-1B dependent if the employee has more than 7 H-1B workers. If the employer is H-1B dependent, it has to make certain additional attestations not required by non-H-1B dependent employers. The H-1B dependent employer must attest that it has not and will not displace a United States worker during the period from 90 days before the H-1B visa petition is filed until 90 days after it has been filed. The employer must also attest that it has taken good faith steps to recruit United States workers for the job and that they have offered it to any United States worker who applied that was at least as qualified as the H-1B visa holder. Once approved, the LCA is valid for three years. Once the LCA is approved, the petition needs to establish that the employer has a legitimate need for a specialty occupation worker, that the position offered is a specialty occupation, and that the applicant is qualified for the position. Newer and smaller companies may have a harder time establishing their need, as the USCIS usually requires tax returns and payroll records in order to show that it is able to pay the applicant. Establishing that the position is a specialty occupation is generally straightforward in the case of a graduate from an accredited United States institution of higher learning. Complications may arise when the position is not so easily categorized as a recognized specialty occupation for BCIS purposes. In a case where the nature of the position is not obvious, many types of evidence may be produced to establish that the position requires a person with a four-year degree. This may include evidence of past employees in the position with four-year degrees or evidence that similarly situated companies routinely hire persons with four-year degrees for this type of position. Establishing the qualifications of the alien should not be difficult in the case of a graduating F-1 visa holder. By definition, this person has been involved in a field of study at an accredited United States university and a credential evaluation will most likely not be necessary. An alien with only an associate degree may still be able to demonstrate that he or she is qualified for an H-1B visa if he or she also has six years of experience in the field. In a case such as this, a credential evaluation will be necessary. The attorney you hire can refer you to a credential evaluation firm. It is becoming commonplace since 9-11 for the USCIS to ask for additional evidence in most applications for any type of visa. For H-1Bs, these requests for evidence, RFEs, have typically asked for the same sort of evidence. The BCIS will want to see a detailed description of the work done by the alien, including specific job duties, the percentage of time to be spent on each duty, the level of responsibility of the alien, 
hours per week of work, types of employees supervised, and the minimum education, training, and experience necessary to do the job. The BCIS will also want the employer to explain why the work done requires the services of a person who has a college degree or its equivalent in the occupational field. Typically, an H-1B RFE will ask the employer to provide evidence of the position requirements in one of four ways. One, the employer can show that a bachelorette or higher degree or its equivalent is normally the minimum requirement for entry in the particular position for the petitioner's industry by providing evidence that the petitioner and its competitors normally require a degree for the position offered. Two, the employer may also offer evidence that the degree requirement is common to the industry in parallel positions among similar organizations or, in the alternative, an employer may show that its particular position is so complex or unique that it can be performed only by an individual with a degree by providing evidence that the petitioner's competitors normally require degrees for closely related positions, or the petitioner may show a more detailed explanation of the duties. Three, the employer may also offer evidence that this particular employer normally requires a degree or its equivalent for the position by providing employment histories including names and dates of employment of these employees with degrees previously in that position. Four, the employer may also offer evidence that the name of the specific duties is so specialized and complex the knowledge required to perform the duties is usually associated with the attainment of a bachelor's degree or higher by showing a more detailed description of the duties. Once the employer has satisfied the BCIS that the position offered is a specialty occupation, then the alien has the qualifications and that they are able and will be paying the prevailing wage, the H-1B is granted. At this point, the alien will be entitled to work for up to six years in the United States with this visa. So guys, this is all the information you need to know about the H-1B visa work permit. In our next video, we'll be talking about how you go from H-1B visa to green card. And if you like this video, give a thumbs up and show your support in the comments section below. See you in the next video. Until then, keep smiling.